0: And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness, one story at a time, for the causes that tie us all together. Even as a child, Laura loved manifesting her ideas and bringing them to life. As an entrepreneur, since the age of eight, when she began selling newspapers in elementary school, Laura created and sold beaded jewelry. As an adult, her career as an upcycling artist began seven years ago with the introduction of her own line of eco-friendly accessories crafted from used bicycle tires, bringing sustainable style to a whole new level. Her eclectic collections are both sensual and sensible. Some find inspiration from prolific quotes, powerful speeches or personal heroes. You, Laura, found inspiration in a pair of sandals. Please share the story of the moment in Tanzania that changed your whole life.
1: Oh yes, that was really a life-changing moment. So I moved to Africa because I was a little bit unhappy in England. It was too windy and cold and rain and too expensive. So I moved to Africa to change, change my life. And uh, one day when I was walking at the local Maasai market, I found those brightly painted sandals. And I just, honestly, I was literally shocked because I just found so interesting that, the, that the completely useless, useless unwanted material. Like car tire can become so pretty and useful and and long lasting, it was a kind of magic for me. And I found so extremely smart that freaking people just really try their best to recycle and reuse everything. Obviously, it's because of the poverty, but it's still still extremely smart. Absolutely. So I was just staring at the sandals, and I said, "Laura, this is what you really do." And um, I went back to the camping. I started to browse the internet to find up tire recycling up and uh, and uh, recycling companies and information, anything that that might come up because I obviously had no clue about this mm-hmm. environment or in this about this field. And yeah, just like in a few days, I I had my brand name. I i started to think how i will develop everything so i changed the date my uh the date i moved i came back to hungary like in in two weeks i think wow. so i left tanzania almost like immediately and then the se- the next day after my arrival i started to collect bicycle tires literally immediately and for them for like two or three months, I was just like crafting nonstop, collecting by tires, making beds, making even more beds, giving to friends, starting to sell them at markets, festivals, anywhere. And I was just like absolutely in love with this idea. Obviously, I am also very eco-conscious. I really don't like this really material world, if I am honest, and I like recycling in every way. So the fact that I can create Accessories from tires, and I use it like a kind of um, um, channel to communicate that we can create anything if we use our creativity. So, I don't know, it was life changing, passion and uh, curiosity, and a huge challenge. And I know that this is what I want, and this is what I build. What a gift
0: that that moment was for you. And well, for all of us who now get to reap the benefits of your work <laughs> and
1: uh... <laughs> more and more people,
0: yes, more <laughs> and more. And speaking of more and more, you know, what a lot of people probably don't realize is that three billion three billion 3 billion tires fill landfills each and every year. Now, when you first started, you kept 5,000. Those tires out of landfills by accepting a donation of rejected tires from a German tire manufacturer. What became of these 5,000 tires? That's a lot of tires. Can you imagine how many tires? (laughs) The story behind these 5,000 tires how did this happen?
1: Oh my god, so. My, my business was growing quite well. That was 2015, I think, 16, so just like one or one and a half year after my start. And uh, I contacted the companies because I thought that it would be way much easier to work with rejected tires than collect uh, used tires. And the Schwabe was so kind and they replied to me and they said that, yeah, no problem, they will just send me. And they think that in the email, they mentioned about the thousand. Thousand, Okay, they are a lot, but I, I had before like almost like a thousand tires, so I know what does it mean. Mm-hmm. But the day that the truck mm-hmm. turned mm-hmm. up, a proper truck, we were just like looking at the truck and I thought, oh, no problem, for sure they are going, you know, to for the shops in London to deliver, you know, bring something. And the guy opened the truck, yeah, these special doors, I really don't know how they call it in in English and it was full with my tires, completely full. So at that time, I had a collaboration with the company, and they had a huge empty store. So six people, six men, for three hours, were unloading the car, the trucks were in it. So after I had a pile of like about three meters, approximately high, and it was about... uh, maybe 10 meter long so it was like a proper view i remember that you were just looking at the tires and jesus christ what's going on and what we will do now <laughs> <laughs> and the other the other critical thing was that that was a proper glass building and you just can't store thousands of tires in a glass building so it was absolutely unreal and um so I started to cut the tires because when you roll a tire, they really don't, pop. sorry, this is, that's it, one tire, one roll tire. So obviously suddenly if they are cut, you can just buy them so easily and so many. So I started to cut all day long, cutting like 100 tires in a day. I have my special techn- technique that I can cut actually quite fast. But, you know, I cut for five days and still the pile is the same. I was almost like crying, honestly, said <laughs> so that it's impossible. So I started to look for people, trying to find people who can help me, but they were unable to cut straight. So I just had to continue and cutting, cutting, cutting. That was very depressive. But after like a month, I could cut everything and I could use those tires maybe for like three years. So I made many, many belts um dog collars, dog leads, guitar straps, mountain them by tires are white. And when they become very flat, they can be really nice guitar straps. So I made so many of them and some chokers and also jewelry, but the jewelry is only from the tubes, but they gave me also hundreds of innitubs too. So yeah that was great. The good side was that for a long time I just use those tires and the Tires are so pretty. I like them because the pattern is so fresh. Obviously, you don't have to clean them because they are completely clean. So, yeah, that was that wow. was amazing. memorable.
0: I can I can't even just imagine what you must have been. <laughs> what? these stacks and stacks of all of these tires.
1: Um,
0: but what's beautiful is the fact that when you looked at those, you didn't like, what am I gonna do? But more like, what is possible with these? There must've been some level of excitement, um, you know, because, because what you did with them, let's, let's take a look. I mean, it's necklaces, it's chokers like these, it's earrings, it's bracelets, belts, and harnesses even, <laughs> of all the accessories you make, Laura. Is there a personal
1: category that you enjoy making most? Oh, lately I really enjoy the jewelry to make jewelry because obviously jewelry offers more opportunities and more. I can just create so many different things and I really like to play with the colors and shapes. Bats are a little bit like a routine task. Okay, obviously I can paint them or I can choose different buckles. Sorry. But, um, but it's but it's jewelry is, is way more interesting mm-hmm. i love i love them i honestly i like to make beds when i can create something so i really like when i get a message or when i made, for example best for the ambassadors that mm-hmm. i had to create something personalized because in that case it was not anymore a routine task, but it was something totally different i was browsing for example after i checked the ambassador for like an hour half an hour i was just like browsing the buckles which one should i take and after trying to find the matching that deciding the colors that was fun that was really interesting and i enjoyed it but otherwise day by day i really liked and i really like when i can create something like this is i think the biggest challenge for me that you can't imagine how many times I start to craft something. Mm-hmm. I am super happy, and I don't even upload them on my website because I am already thinking to create something new. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes I understand that not so many new ideas or half-finished things, because yeah. the fact that creating new, this is what really, really always you know pulls me, and this is what right. I have to
0: do. It. Yeah, because you're—I've um, I- heard you're not a fan of routine. You're—that's you- yes. not the thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i am scared of it, being honest i' be
0: scared you well of, of all of all the pieces that you've made um the original pieces that are not routine um is there one that you would say this is my masterpiece this is my piece that is my masterpiece what would it be
1: Mm, I, I I would say that it's always the last one, because the last one gives me the excitement, so I really like this piece that I just made a few days ago, maybe a week ago, but I like this so much, this one, this is my other favorite one, but yeah, I just always like the, the latest piece, and I really like to make bold Accessories really okay. huge, and they like when they are to be glamorous and sexy mm-hmm. and powerful. <laughs> 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 well,
0: it's certainly all those qualities come through so beautifully and brilliantly in your work. Um, yes. You know, so it, the thing of it is, there's a number of savvy entrepreneurs that are creating eco-friendly products, but. What you have created, Laura, is more than just a product. I feel like what you've done, it's, it's a passion and a purpose that's become a lifestyle. And not just a lifestyle for you as a creator, but a lifestyle for those of us who, who wear your work. Um, you know, You're creating a new lens to look through where sustainability is, as you say, seen as sexy. How are you harnessing, pun intended, uh, your craft to reframe and reimagine sustainable style?
1: Uh, I think that in fashion is really, really important that the pieces has to be glamorous and sexy, that people want to wear it. Sometimes fashion becomes a little bit too edgy, but I don't like it because I think the most important that people want to wear it and people can wear proudly. And I think the most important when we get a lot of uh, compliments about my outfit or accessories. So my goal is to prove that recycled and sustainable pieces can be super exclusive and super sexy. And uh, the other thing that by reusing tires, This is the most unwanted waste, definitely. Because there are so many other brands using, for example, um, uh, recycling jeans or clothes or curtains or blah, blah, blah. But um, reusing tires, I think it's a really amazing proof that anything can be created from recycled materials. And I really want to highlight this. It's so important. to learn thinking outside of the box because I, I believe that we don't need more products i mean more materials so that we don't need any more more fabrics or whatever it is we can reuse what we have because we are we have way more than we need at the moment mm-hmm. so for me like sustainability is really doesn't mean just like only sustainably mean new products but For me, sustainability means reusing, repurposing. Almost everything I buy is secondhand. It can be furniture, it can be clothes. Even the, for example, the online platforms are full of products that most of the time, even new, because people are buying, not even using, and they are reselling. So, my goal is to prove that recycling and waste can be absolutely fashionable. And I really want to inspire people to choose recycled and repurposed pieces over anything else
0: yeah because like you say i mean we have more than we need already so why don't we just reuse what we already have um you know so beyond sustaining yourself with your career your desire is to inspire and sustain others through classes through consulting so that they can have careers of their own in sustainable fashion in this way beyond the product you provide it's the practice it's the craft that you want to cultivate why is this so important to you laura
1: yes i really really wish to 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 learn to start to teach people about this first of all we all need money that's obvious It's not only for the daily life, but we want to travel, we want to go somewhere. And I think that upcycling is so interesting because it gives you the freedom, it gives you Self-expression and at the same time you can decide how much you can make. I think that I already proved that you can earn five fifty dollars in a month, or mm-hmm. and you can earn even thousand or two thousand, but the opportunity is there. And the wonderful thing with upcycling that you don't need an investment. Anyone can start it. A 10 kid, 10 years old boy, and uh, 90 or 95, it doesn't matter, and you don't have to worry about the investment or anything because you just go to the bike shop, you call like this in a tube, it's here. Look <laughs> at this! How fun that I just call like this from the bike shop, they are happy that I take it away for free. Obviously mm-hmm. I just go there and suddenly I can use it for a necklace, which, or maybe I can make from this one, even three necklace. Suddenly this one has a value of 60 pounds or $80. This is amazing. And you need just like a scissor. Mm-hmm. That's it. This is the, the only thing. So I think that this is a wonderful skill and it's definitely worth teach because We live in a crazy world and there is so much stress with work and so many things and so many challenges. But this is art, this is creativity, this is freedom. You wake up whenever you want, you make ding ding tree necklace, ciao. (laughs) (laughs) It's wonderful, it's wonderful and at the same time it's recycling. It's, It's so nice that it has a purpose. And the wonderful thing that I have some earrings that I always thought that maybe they are boring. And whenever I, I use them, people are shocked how beautiful are they are. So it means that to, if, I, if I, even if I just learn my own style, it definitely makes sense. You just make a necklace, you wear it, or have earrings, and the next day you have sales, so it's even quick. Today you start a business, tomorrow you make money. It's a skill to teach. No, I definitely believe that it will help people. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. I love your your passion to to share it. I mean, there are some people who are very passionate about their artwork, about their mission, and they keep it all to themselves. But the fact that you want to inspire this and other people and give this to other people, I I love it. Um, You know, oftentimes less is so much more. And here enters the newest line, tireless, designed to raise awareness for the needed protection and preservation of our environment tires are repurposed for fashion as opposed to being relegated to the landfill. In this issue of Aware Now, the Earth Edition, you will unveil the latest eco-friendly collection of yours, nine original pieces, paired with personalities of nine Awareness Ties' official ambassadors. What did you love most
1: about this project? Oh, it was exciting, but actually it's still exciting from the first moment. Usually when I craft, time, I make something that I really like or what I can easily sell. But this time, I was really making individual pieces. So I opened their profile, Instagram, Facebook, interviews, Google, YouTube channel, what they talk, what they wear, what kind of accessories they have, who they live with, how they talk, all the things. Because every little detail gives me a kind of, idea about their personality and um, and i was just like watching again 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 because sometimes i really had no not even i didn't have any idea what to make what kind what style and um, yeah that was challenging i really had to think a lot about and um, for the guys i made bags but I chose the buckle really carefully. I checked before what color they usually wear or they prefer big buckles or small buckles. If they prefer only black bags or they are more open. So it's like all of these tiny details for the ladies, what, how big, how small the jewelry should be. They prefer Mm -hmm. statement accessories or they don't want... So it was a (laughs) lot (laughs) of... I I love (laughs) that you
0: did so much research that you really wanted to create original piece that was authentic and paired so perfectly with that individual um and so the artistry that that comes with that um you know I just I thought it was it was amazing um you know you've you've done and are doing something that's not been done before laura for others who are wanting and waiting to pursue a mission of their own that's never been done what advice do you have what do you say what is your opinion about this waiting business
1: i would definitely say to start and don't think just do whatever every day but try it five 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 minutes ten minutes but don't stop but just like thinking about an idea because in that case you don't gain experience, you won't feel if it's good or not. By just like thinking and planning, you will just waste time. So I would definitely say that whatever you are interested, just start to do it. It can be just like a side thing next to your job, next to your family, just like 10 minutes before you go to sleep. But I think when you do something by passion, it's, it's a hobby, it's not a job anymore. And um, and it can really help to, this is what will help you to survive any challenge or anything, so go for it. Easy. The only thing that, yeah, definitely take care of what you wish, so suddenly 5,000 tire can turn out for <laughs> anything, <laughs> if, if you are not precise. Well,
0: sacced <laughs> <If> I- your <laughs> desires. So okay, right. And so I so I love that. I love that. You can start out small, you can start out comfortable. You don't have to step way outside your comfort zone. You can mm-hmm. um, do what feels good, do it feels right, but just like to your
1: point, but just to do it. But just to yeah. do it. Um, and, yeah, everything will come. For me, like from the first moment when I started, I knew that this is what I want to do in my life. And I left my job, I left everything. But that was definitely not the best idea because obviously I had moments when I had no money and I had no sales, it was challenging, but this is my style. I unfortunately, when I have something in my head tomorrow, I wake up, maybe I go back to Africa or whatever. So I just, I never think twice. But I but I think it's so nice when you have an idea and you start to go. And sometimes I meet people who are telling me or saying a story. They were interested in something they didn't start. And after two years, someone else realized, realized, manifested that idea. So this is the worst thing when you are interested and you don't do when suddenly you realize that other people are successful in it. So Mm -hmm. go for it. Go for it. Go for it.
0: Go for it. (laughs) i'm so glad that you went for it because uh because this not only looks amazing but it feels really amazing and so uh thank you so much for sharing your story for sharing your beautiful work and also for helping all of us become a bit more aware now thank you so much laura
1: thank you so much ellie thank you thank you